Another country that's posed problems for the U.S. is Venezuela. Sunday's election day there, and two men are running to replace President Hugo Chavez, who died five weeks ago. But if you're watching Venezuelan TV, you might think Chavez was still alive and in the race. There's only one TV station left in Venezuela that's openly critical of the country's socialist government, Globovision. But it might not serve that role for much longer, as John Otis reports from Caracas. Globovision was founded in 1994 as Venezuela's first 24-hour news channel. Four years later, Hugo Chavez was elected president. But as Chavez moved Venezuela towards socialism, he clashed with Globovision and other independent TV stations. Chavez claimed they were part of the right-wing opposition that supported the 2002 coup that briefly removed him from power. Lo que Globovisión hizo ante noche fue una abierta y clara incitación a que me maten a mí. That's Chavez in 2007 denouncing Globovisión for supposedly encouraging people to assassinate him. Chavez died last month from cancer, but in recent years his government transformed the television landscape. It hit independent stations with insults and fines and threatened to revoke their broadcast licenses. It also built up pro-government TV channels. Many stations softened their coverage of the government just to survive. Roberto Giusti hosts a news show on Globovision. He says the government, now headed by acting President Nicolás Maduro, wants total control over communications in Venezuela. There are still some independent newspapers and radio stations in Venezuela, but they reach a smaller audience. On TV, there's just Globovision, which is broadcast only in Caracas and Valencia. The station has paid a huge price for its editorial stance. In 2009, pro-Chavez thugs attacked Globovision's offices. The next year, Globovision president Guillermo Zuluaga fled to Miami to avoid what he called trumped-up charges of business fraud. And the station has received multi-million dollar fines. Reporters also feel the heat. Maria Hernandez tells me government supporters recently attacked her after they spotted the Globovision logo on her microphone. They began to scream and throw things at me. They yelled at me to get out. I couldn't finish my report. I couldn't be there. I felt like an outcast. But the biggest problem for Globovision is that its transmission license expires in 2015. Maduro, who is Chavez's hand-picked successor, is expected to win the presidential election this month, and his government is unlikely to renew Globovision's license. Last month, Zuluaga announced in a letter to Globovision employees that was read on the air that the station will be sold to Juan Carlos Cordero. He's a Caracas insurance executive with reportedly close ties to the government. Government supporters, like Isela Gamboa, welcome the sale. She says instead of a TV station, Globovision was a political heavyweight, always plotting against Chavez. Cordero hasn't commented on the pending transaction, but political analyst Carlos Romero points out that the government wouldn't approve a deal that kept Globovision in the hands of its critics. Everybody is expecting that the new owners of Globovision will be more friendly with the government and the 
official party. Globovision President Zuluaga did put one condition on the sale. It's the only station that provides in-depth coverage of opposition candidate Enrique Capriles. To provide a megaphone for the Capriles presidential campaign, Zuluaga said he would not ink the final paperwork until after the election. For The World, I'm John Otis, Caracas. You can find more of our coverage on the Venezuela elections and the death of Hugo Chavez. That's all at theworld.org.